This is BT Techno, a regular podcast series for financial advisors wanting to remain at the forefront of strategy, regulatory and industry news. Over recent months, the government has consulted on several proposals for potential change, including the quality of advice review recommendations, better targeted superannuation concessions, legislating the objective of superannuation and education standards for experienced financial advisors. Hi everyone, and welcome to this week's Techno Podcast. I'm Sarah Conti, Senior Manager, Advice Technical and Regulatory for BT. I'm part of the BT Technical Services team, a group of qualified individuals who can help you as advisors answer any technical advice strategy related queries you may have. In this week's podcast, we'll discuss the progress of these consultations, what's been said and what we're waiting on. Now, in terms of its broad reaching impacts, the recommendations put forward from the final report into the quality of advice review, should they be adopted in full, would result in significant change within the industry. As a refresher, the review commenced on the 11th of March, 2022, when the former government released the terms of reference and announced the appointment of Michelle Levy as the independent reviewer. The government received the final report on the 16th of December, 2022, and released it publicly on the 8th of February, 2023. Prior to receiving the final report, the Minister for Financial Services, the Honourable Stephen Jones, commented that he didn't intend to make comments on the report when he received it. Rather, he planned to review the report and comment at a later stage. At the time, he did state that if there is some low-hanging fruit that he thought they could move on quickly, they would, and if there were more complex changes, that wouldn't be something they would rush. After releasing the report publicly in early February, the Minister stated that the government intended to consult widely on the 22 recommendations put forward by the review. Commentary made by the Minister at a series of events after the report's release confirmed the government did not intend to publicly comment on the recommendations until after the federal budget in May. Recently, the minister stated he hoped to be in a position in late May, early June, to release the government's response to the report. At that time, he acknowledged that the proposals that the government intends to move forward with will form three pillars. Firstly, a non-controversial pillar of measures that can be implemented quickly. Secondly, a non-controversial pillar of measures that might be more difficult or time-consuming to implement, and finally, a pillar of non-burning deck issues that will take longer. Just what falls into which pillar is yet to be announced, but the Minister did confirm it's likely that all three pillars will be progressed at the same time, but the time frame to delivery uh, will be dependent on the required process. Last month, the government released draft legislation for consultation that seeks to recognise experienced financial advisors who have 10 years' experience and a clean disciplinary record as a pathway to meeting the education requirements under the professional standards legislation. Questions were raised by some within the industry around whether a sunset clause should apply to provide a cut-off date for applications and whether the assessment of a disciplinary record should be a stationary target. Questions aside, at this stage, we're yet to see any formal response from consultation. 
the minister advised late last year that he was confident legislation would be ready for the first half of this year. In the absence of formal legislation, the draft legislation provides some guidance around how the arrangements may work. But as the saying goes, the devil is in the detail and we'll need to wait to see finalised legislation to provide certainty. In February, the government consulted on legislating the objective of superannuation. The consultation paper sought feedback on the proposed purpose being to preserve savings to deliver income for a dignified retirement alongside government support in an equitable and sustainable way. The paper highlighted the five key components. Preserve savings, so restricting access to super for a person's retirement only, to deliver income, emphasising the principle of super being to provide income in retirement, dignified, noting the importance of financial security and well-being in retirement, government support, highlighting the system's interaction with the age pension pillar and other support, and equitable and sustainable, signifying that the system should provide similar outcomes for people in similar circumstances, with government support targeted to those in need. The consultation proposed that the purpose should be established in legislation and therefore future policy change would need to meet the defined purpose. Although the consultation window closed in late March, at this stage, we've not seen any further response from government on its intended way forward. Prior to this year's federal budget, the government released the Better Targeted Superannuation Concession Consultation Paper, which outlined their intention to remove tax concessions for individuals whose total super balance, TSB, exceeds $3 million, with the changes to occur from 1 July 2025. On budget night, the Treasurer, the Honourable Jim Chalmers, reaffirmed this intention. If passed, the measure will bring the headline tax rate to 30%, up from 15% for earnings that relate to the proportion of an individual's TSB that is greater than $3 million. Those with a TSB less than $3 million at the end of the year will not attract this additional tax. The consultation paper outlined the proposed three-step process for determining the tax liability. The first step is to determine the individual's earnings. This is calculated as earnings equals TSB for the current financial year plus withdrawals minus net contributions and minus the TSB from the previous financial year. If earnings are negative, that amount is carried forward and can be used to offset future earnings for this purpose. If positive, you move forward to step two. Once you've, you've determined the individual's earnings, earnings are then attributed to the super balances of more than $3 million on a proportional basis. This is calculated as follows. The proportion of earnings equals TSB for the current financial year minus $3 million divided by the TSB for the current financial year. The final step is determining the tax liability and according to the budget proposal, a flat rate of 15% tax is applied to the proportion of earnings attributable to an individual's balance over $3 million. An individual's tax liability is calculated as follows. Tax liability is equal to 15% times by earnings times by the proportion of earnings from step two. As with all budget proposals, they are just that, proposals. At this stage, the government 
are yet to introduce any legislation that will give effect to this measure. There is certainly a lot of consultation happening within our industry and with Parliament sitting intermittently over the next few weeks and the Minister's expression that the government may be in a position to share outcomes shortly, the industry may not have long to wait. Now, remember, if you have any technical questions, you can contact the BT Technical Services team on 1800 655 901 or by email to technical at btfinancialgroup.com. And you can join us for our fortnightly BT Academy webinars, where we discuss all things technical and regulatory in the advice space. Our next fortnightly session is scheduled for Wednesday, 7 June, where Brian Ashenden will be presenting Should Ethics Get in the Way of Good Advice? To register for that session, head to www.bt.com.au forward slash professional and follow the links to the BT Academy webinar series. There you can also view our previous webinars on demand and all sessions are accredited for CPD purposes. Until next time, thanks for listening and bye for now. BT Tech knows and now you know. Join us next time to keep ahead of the curve for strategy, regulatory and industry news. This podcast has been developed for financial advisor use only and provides general information only. It does not take into account any particular individual's objectives, financial situations or needs.